Yeah, for this one, what are you doing? I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm about to do um, an interview with Channel 9 today. Is it sunrise? No, it's today. Today's, their mor- today's the morning show on Channel 9 with Richard Wilkins. We're about to... Um... Oh, shit. How do you turn the lecture off? Welcome to The Survivor's Guide for Coronavirus with Nazim Hussain. I have just finished a television interview about this internet podcast listened to by at least five dozen people maybe more haven't checked the figures um so i'm here with the with a man from the television you won't be able to you, you'll know from it's richard wilkins welcome welcome richard yeah how are you bro thanks I'm, for coming on the show that I'm, was good i'm good how's life on the other side of corona well, it was very weird. I got to say, I mean, it was very weird um, getting told that you were positive to this damn thing yeah. and then getting told that you were going to stay in isolation until you, you know, tested negative. Um, that was 18 days I spent in there, which is a long time to be completely on your own. You know, wow. I had really great friends and family and yeah. people who uh, who dropped stuff at the front door and uh-huh. a good mate who, who's a chef who cooked a barbie or cooked a, a burger in my driveway, which was very nice. Really? Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came over with this little, you know, little sort of Barbie portable thing and did his... Luke Mangan, he's a beautiful man. He's he's a, a, wait, he's the guy that chef. does the uh, Virgin Australia menu. I've seen... I've recognised yeah, his name from the... I don't think that's the... going so well for him at the moment. But, um, <laughs> so that's why he's, he's resorted to making food in people's driveways. He also has restaurants on P&O cruise liners and I don't think that's a... Oh, I don't man. think that, that's going so well. So, he's, yeah, he's got a couple of little hiccups along the way, but he... So he had time to uh, to come and um, yeah. make me a burger, and of course all, all my hilarious friends. I got a, I got about six uh, six cases of freaking Corona beer uh, dropped off at the front door. So you know, when, <laughs> so, so you when spent, we I... come through this, when we come through this thing, there'll be a summer party of uh, <laughs> at my joint. It'll be compulsory Corona to so get rid of all that crap. So who'd you catch it from? Did you catch it from someone famous? I got caught up in the whole Tom Hanks Rita. Wilson thing. I'd gone along to the Sydney Opera House on the Saturday night um, to see the the end of her gig. She was coming on Today Extra on the Monday morning, so I went along there to do the right thing. You know, went backstage. A uh, fairly small little room, and as it transpires, um, it came to pass that there were six of us in that room who tested positive, those two included. So my, oh. my best bet, and it's nobody's fault or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could, could, could have been anyone in there, and, but the thing certainly... Went around the room there that night. Saw her on the Monday morning, yeah. uh, as along with a whole lot of other people here at uh, Channel Nine, and then they announced on the Thursday that they had tested positive. So there was a bit of a panic stations here, as you would suspect, because she'd been like, yeah. here in the in the building Wait, in the so- studio. Everybody went and got tested, and everybody else was clear, including all the other people. That, you know, I'd been on Fitzy and Whipper's show that Thursday morning, and Ange Bishop was there, and you know, I'd done some stuff in the radio. So I'd, I'd, been around you know that day and um so a lot of people feared the worst i guess and a lot of people went and got tested and i was the only one who was positive so home james for me well so how close did you get to them like how how easy how well, not that close you know it was like hi we didn't i remember her saying coronavirus you know we sort of did the elbow thing and i said great you know how you do the yeah. meet and greet thing yeah. after a show hey that was great great yeah. to see you can't wait to see you on monday Love the show. I love that song, Throw Me a Party, which is a great song of hers. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, throw, which she wrote when she had double mastectomy. <laughs> throw me a party when yeah. I'm gone sort of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, and that was like, great. Someone said, can we get a selfie? Yeah, no problems. And had I not posted that selfie, I, I probably wouldn't have gone 
and got tested, I don't think, because I thought there's no way in the world. Yeah. I was, you know, they say you've got to be 15 minutes yeah. sort of together in a room or five minutes up close, but I was, I was neither of those. So I don't know. It must have been a, a freaking mega strain of the thing that. Uh, so it was. So, so the cell, so you reckon you caught it from the phone, from touching the, the phone for the selfie, or if you, or you. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take the selfie. Someone else took the selfie. Oh, and so you had your arm around him at the time of the selfie. No, 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 I don't know. If, no, it was with Rita. I don't think I even had yeah. my arm around her. Because um, mm. coronavirus was wow. sort of, I was going to say, in the air. It was yeah. obviously in the air there. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, everyone was very mindful of it. It's not as mindful as we are now. So that's the most famous... I mean, you've caught it from a real famous person, so if you're going to catch it from someone, Tom Hanks and his partner, that's... that's, that's might as well get the Hollywood might one, Might as well get the Hollywood, yeah. the alias treatment. So, so, so 18 days, what was it like? Was it a... You didn't have too many symptoms? I, I didn't have any symptoms. That's the that's the weird thing. So somewhere along the line, I turned into a bit of a guinea pig as well because I, I, I'm fairly big bloke. You know, yeah, I'm not yeah. not 21 anymore, but yeah. I'm reasonably healthy and strong and robust and yeah. that. And I, I don't get a lot of colds. So I, you know, I'm, I keep myself, yeah. you know, fairly fit and stuff. So I, I, my best guess again is that my immune, I got it obviously, yeah. but my immune system sort of kept it at bay. Unfortunately, it can't have um, well. It didn't didn't come on and cause me any grief. I'm one of those I'm one of those people who quite likes a pottering around the house, and you know I don't mind being at home. Um, you were still working. Unfortunately, you were working during coronavirus. Well, I saw you on TV. Well, I was doing bits and pieces, a little cross here and a little cross there. It was it was very busy. Those <laughs> first few days, uh, especially, were were very busy just dealing with the whole thing. Yeah. Also, my son Christian. Um, who was at home a couple of that a couple of the days uh, after I saw Tom and Rita before they announced that they would blah blah blah. Yeah. He was at home. We didn't have a lot to do with each other, which is a bit sad. But he was doing the Dancing with the Stars yeah. show uh, in Melbourne, and um, the Sunday night that I got the call, it was that was that was terrible. I mean, I had to call all my kids and everybody. I'd, yeah. Been with, but to see him up there dancing on on the telly, you know, in his moment of glory, and knowing that I was about to uh, to call him and and oh break his heart, and we'd and that we'd all end up crying. That that was um that was really, and of course that that's exactly what happened. So that was tough, and we thought for a second there we might be shutting Dancing with the Stars down, but um, you know. So now that you're on the other side of it, um, so you've had it. Are you now part of the herd immunity? Kind I think of, so. You're the herd. Yeah. That, well, yeah, just the herd. Um, the, well, they say. I mean, this thing. Everyone's learning about it all yeah. the time. But the, the early indications are that that I'm immune to certainly this strain of the thing. It's a bit like the mumps. You know, once you get it, you can't get it again. Yeah. But you know, it could come back in a different form. Um, next well, year, like or the, two like years the flu, time. Like how it just kind of like, like mutates. Like the flu. However, and that will take a different thing to, you know, but I think now that, you know, hopefully they'll have, um, uh, what you call that, they'll have, um, what's it called? Vaccine. Hopefully they'll have vaccines and things. By then, I mean, there's all this head lice stuff that they're talking about now. And oh, it's, it's full on. The way. But so, so, so really, <laughs> you're, you are allowed to, in a way, walk around, just, just touching people, hugging them. Can you, do you need to, are there different rules for you now? Like if you like, it's like you've passed uh, the no, test. I'm, You're on the other side of your exams. <laughs> no, I still, uh, you know, there was there was, a, there was a bit of publicity when I got it. I went into Woolies yesterday and just about cleared out the deli. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
few people scurry here. It's like, I feel like I need to have a T-shirt made. It's okay, I'm clear, you know. It's, um, but, <laughs> yeah, there are a few worried faces, but yeah. also a lot of... Lo I mean, there's the, you know, the silver lining with this whole thing is how people are just connecting with each other and, yeah. and being so nice to each so, other. So and, you, you, should you, know, have a, yeah, you should have a T-shirt that says, don't worry, I'm negative. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, I, I guess unless everyone knows that Richard Wilkins is not contagious anymore... They're just seeing you. Oh, he just got coronavirus. Suddenly, just walking around the shops with no mask. <laughs> You're like a leper. Whoa, that's the guy, <laughs> Corona boy. Yeah, exactly. So, if I see you on the street, can I hug you or not? Nah? Uh, mate, that's an optional extra, but you're not going to catch anything from me. Oh, that's but great. I could get it back. It I, I miss human-human yeah. human contact. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks right, for having us on. Likewise. Thanks so much, man. So he's a. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's an amazing singer. He survived being in the Australian entertainment industry for decades, even when Australian television used to just be comfortably and openly racist. He somehow weathered all that, put up with it, and he's still here standing. And he's your nemesis? He's also my nemesis. Get this, right? So I'm a comedian, as you know. Some of you might not and would be surprised to learn that right now, <laughs> despite my... Anyway, um... So uh, I got asked to audition for a show called Offspring, fairly popular at the time, uh, Australian dr drama series. And, uh, what was the part? Well, uh, <laughs> would you believe it? They asked me to play the role of Doctor for a, for a, for a part of an episode. So I was like, oh, whatever, you know, put me in a box, but that's fine. Um, doctor's better than Uber driver. You know, it's a better stereotype. So I, I learnt the shit out of the lines. I can't remember what they are now. I think I even had an acting coach. For this, for this audition. Went into the audition. I thought I nailed it. Came out of there feeling quite good about myself. Waited for ages. Didn't hear back. My manager asked. They said, you didn't get the role. And I said, oh, whatever. It's disappointing, but it is what it is. This is how it is. The episode went to air a couple of months later. Turned it on. Watched. The scene came up. Guess who walked into the surgery waiting room playing the role of doctor? Kamal. <laughs> Kamal, my 80-something-year-old nemesis, uh, he was the other... He got the role over me. I didn't see him in the waiting room. Weird casting choice as well because wouldn't you would see Kamal and it would take you straight out of the show. You wouldn't still be believing, <laughs> okay, this is this doctor from this suburban That's how good he is. Oh, really? But also would like to take, take myself into the minds of the casting directors. Would have been like, all right, so we've got Nazim. Who's another guy that could play the role of... Do like, clearly yeah. in their mind they wanted a brown person. Yeah. They were like, who else could we who get? Is Any dingo who's busy, I think. It's nice that they were being diverse, but they couldn't figure out how to be diverse. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, he's still, he's, still, he's still kicking. And I think instead of, like, making him an enemy, I've got to learn from him. I've got to learn his ways. You know? Yeah. I'm never going to beat him. He's always going to get the roles over me. Yeah. <laughs> So at least for these 15 minutes that we chat, he can't be auditioning for another role. Mm. And if it's if you only hear like a, quite a bit less than 15 minutes, it's because <laughs> sometimes we got a little bit off track. Sometimes, yeah, um, sometimes. To the extent that we do, weren't entirely sure what the conversation was about. Yeah, like this, this uh, Kamal is uh, a great man who has way too many stories and he's a wealth of knowledge, but he's so wealthy with knowledge. And sometimes he wants to give it all to us. Hmm. So we just have to give him back some of that wealth and say, look, keep some for yourself. <laughs> because the listener is... Save it, mate. Save yeah, it. We, we don't want to be new money. <laughs> uh, just slowly. 
Hey, Kamal, it's Nazim. Just hold on a sec. Okay. Yes. How are you, Kamal? I'm doing okay for a, for an old boy, for an old man. <laughs> You're not. I used to be a boy. I'm a man now. I'm a very old man. <laughs> How old are we talking? <laughs> Okay, sure. I should do the intro. Can you hold on? Yeah, sure. I don't even know his surname. Oh, yeah, it's just like... He's Australia's Madonna. You know, he's got one name. And, and that's where the comparison ends. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm all used now. All right, let's... We, again, let's go again. Welcome to the Survivor's Guide to Coronavirus with Nazim Hussain. I'm joined by a legend... An icon. He's Australia's Madonna in that he has one name, and that's where the comparison ends. We're lucky to have him on. Kamal, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you sure you're talking about me? Yeah, we're talking about you. We all we love you. Everyone loves you. You're one of the only people in Australia. Somehow you've managed to be... kind of this, this time. Well, there are a lot of people who are so unkind out there, so I thought I'd counter that. I know, I know, I know. We won't, we won't name all <laughs> No, we won't. <laughs> but how are you doing? I'm doing okay for a, for a guy. You know, till I turned 80, I never told anybody how old I was. Wow. Now, now that I'm 85, I don't give a stuff. <laughs> You're 85. Every, I mean, I think that would surprise most people. I think we just think of you as ageless, and you look about 50. Well, you know, uh, as Shakespeare said, you know, uh, the world is a stage. Hmm. And and we're all actors, so as an actor, I put on whatever I need to to disguise what I really am. So all, all what you see is is, a, is an image. Hmm. It, it's not necessarily what it is. We're not what I really am. It's it's what you perceive me to be may not be what I really am. Wow. You know what I mean. So this is like golden advice from uh, from an entertainment king. So basically, you, you, you uh, you've got an image out there that you wanted us to believe, and we all believed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people believe anything they they perceive. You know, I mean, this is why you have political parties who who perceive things differently. You know, you get, you get two opposite parties. But uh, anyway, let, let's let's yeah. get to the nitty gritty of what you want. What you want. This, I mean, look, the nitty gritty is that we just, we're all locked inside and uh, we're just trying to trying to get through this weird phase of life, but we're, we're trying to speak to joyous people and you're a joyous person. You, do, you, do you sing at home to pass the time? What do you do? Uh, you, you know, there are, you know, in fact, I did a whole bunch of things yesterday. My doctor, my, my uh, cardiac surgeon told me never to do. In other words, Lift, lift things that are heavier and certain, you know, certain weight. How, how heavy? I was, I was moving rocks around. It, 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 not the rocks in my head. <laughs> are you still singing? Am I still? Am I? I'm still standing, of course. So you're singing and you're standing, and that's that's what you do to stay happy. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's it's. I I don't think. I mean. It, Happiness is a state of mind, and uh, I try everything uh, to avoid to think about my use by day. Okay. Well, I think, so come on. In other words, there are so many. Oh, you won't believe it. Right now, you know what I'm doing now? What? Trying to learn uh, the soliloquy from Hamlet. 
to be or not to be. Oh my God! Well, let's hear it. Yeah, let, do you want to yeah, give us a go? Let's let's have hear have a reading. No, no, no. I, I haven't learned it, learned it yet, but I, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but but you, you can get uh, you can get a little bit of the Gettysburg address from me if you want. You, you wanted the Gettysburg address, didn't you? Uh yes. Or you don't want that? No, I'd like. Let's hear it. Beautiful. That was moving. 